0: Hi, This is Sharon, the Modern Savvy CPA, and we are continuing my series on financial literacy and financial literacy top 10 topics, top 10 important topics, and we dig deep into all 10 of these topics, and today we are going to cover net worth and legacy planning. Sometimes people call legacy planning um, generational wealth building. Um, which uh, a lot of people are not used to those words and a lot of us we don't hear about net worth in our when we talk about uh, financial planning or financial literacy so it's something that we need it's kind of our end point it's kind of being in the black when you're thinking about company financials so um, it's something that's important it's good to focus on our on our you know, our goal and where we're, where we're trying to go with different things. So net worth going from what we've been um, talking about all through this series, which is our, our goals, our financial pots, you know, our goal pots that we have. So your net worth will include some of these goal pots that are, you know, within uh, or if it's not including it at at first it, it gets to that point so we're going to go over what net worth is and we are going to on the second video we're going to be talking to audi which is a very good estate planning attorney um that she's going to help us understand um legacy planning and net worth um how do we preserve our net worth, or and um, how we talk about generational wealth and a lot of good tips also on probate and things that we all need to know. And I know that some of you might be saying, oh, I'm not gonna be doing this, but trust me, when we get down to it, you're gonna realize that all of us need to do it and you don't have to be rich to have to do it. So let's start first with network. So what, what is network really? So, you know, to me, it's one of the most important aspects of your financial picture. You know, it's, it's basically the way you calculate it is, is the difference between what you have and what you owe, and that is your net worth. So you know, building network is a long-term goal. It's it's something that we start, you know, from the time we start saving in our piggy bank to the time that we even after our death is um you know when we go into legacy and and generational wealth, um, building generational wealth. So you know to understand um about network you need to understand that like like all of our financial literacy main topics um, they we dig deep into all of them it, it all includes it's they're all intertwined they all work together and it's just one of the aspects of our entire financial literacy picture or fi- financial wealth picture or financial wellness picture um, so what does network mean? You know, so I, what I just explained to you, it's, it's sort of, so I'm an accountant, so I'm going to talk a little bit about legalese, you know, about accounting lingo. So what you might want to say, so it's sort of a balance sheet for you personally. So like businesses has income statements and balance sheet and the balance sheet is the picture. The income statement is your picture of what? For that specific period so let's say your period is 2022 your income statement will tell you your picture for the year of 2022 but your balance sheet will tell you your your picture at the health from the beginning to where you are right now so it's it's from inception to where you are right now and when it's your personal balance sheet it's the starting to where you are right now. So for me, starting is when I was born and I had my piggy bank and where I got my first set of money from my grandparents and that started to build my, my wealth. So at that point, if I didn't have, owe anybody anything, then my net worth would have been whatever it is that was in my piggy bank because I didn't have any debt. So I, all I had was no debt. So I I just have um what's in my piggy bank. So that's basically Um, How it works. So it's your personal balance sheet. It's what you bring forward from year to year to year You know if you owe something in 2022 and you don't pay it off It has to come forward. So it's something that's continuing. So a balance sheet is like the continuation the entire picture in summary so um, Just so so you understand that you know it when it comes to net worth It's it's a goal your goal is to be in the black in the black means you need to have more assets than liability if you have more assets than liability you're in the black. so that's what that means so that's what your main goal is so that's accounting legalese you know lingo that tells you you're in the black so you want to be able to be as the higher you're in the network the more in the black are you the more stable you are the more um you know intertwine in the economic market and understanding um, how things work in the economic market and, and moving forward so what you want to do is every year when you're moving forward you want to be able to have that build that network you want your assets to be much higher than your liabilities so more higher than your debt you want your assets to be much higher than your debt so as time goes by, you know, when you first get a mortgage, when the first year of your mortgage, you owe a lot on the mortgage. But 20 years, 20 years down the line, you've paid off a lot of that mortgage, your house has appreciated, and you have built equity in it. So your net worth should be higher if you've been responsible and not be taking all the money out of the house or overspending and living above your means so that's what it is so you what is assets and what is liability assets is your financial instrument so it could be many things it it could be your home it could be you know tangible personal property it could be your necklace um so monetarily we're going to discuss all the things that are your assets later on in this session we are going to discuss things non-monetarial assets so so you understand because uh, my belief is monetarial assets is just a very a part of your entire asset portfolio um, as a person so monetarily your assets is you know your bank account your checking account your savings account your 401k your investments you know, your home, the equity in your home, because remember you have a mortgage on your home, so you have the equity and you have the mortgage. So whatever the cost, the price of the house is, the market value of the house is, minus your debt is what the equity is in your home. You know, so that's, you know, your your car, which is also whatever the, the, the fair market value of the car is, minus the debt is what your, your equity is in your car. So anything that has a loan or a mortgage on it, you have to make sure that the debt is reported in one place and the equity is reported in one place. But the net of the prop is what you, you actually have in the property. Liability could be anything, like I said, it could be credit cards, it could be your the mortgage, what you have on your mortgage left on your mortgage, outstanding student loans or car loans, you know, any type of other uh, loans that you or debt that you might have. You know, so like again, like we said, the basic calculation for your net worth is your assets minus your liability and there you have your net worth so that's the easiest way to, to look at it so um i have a spreadsheet that calculates um what my net worth is that i update once in a while um when there's appreciation or i sell something or i buy something you know that's that's uh usually um, what I have uh, with my my sheets that I do and what I'm looking at. So you want to make sure that you understand your assets. You know you want to make sure that when you when you purchase a car, what the car is and you know what um, the car resale value is. So that's when you will know what your assets are. The value of your home, you know, because that goes up and down. So your assets can the market value can change. Your cost of the asset is what you paid for it but the market value or any improvements you've done on the assets. But the market value of the assets is where your equity, your appreciation comes in. So if the market value has appreciated, then your net worth, and you haven't taken any debt out on that, then your net worth will be higher because you have a higher appreciation. For example, I bought the house I live in almost three years ago. We paid $577,000 for it. It's almost a million dollars today, and that was only three years ago. Um, we did spend some money on the house, maybe fifty, sixty thousand dollars, but still, um, we think our house value has um, appreciated by about four hundred thousand dollars in just three years. So, um, you know, you just so that shows that my net, if that's what the case is, and I haven't taken any debt out on that, then my net worth has in. Imp- that has gone up $400,000 in the last three years. So that's an example of how it goes up and down in terms of, of your, your, your net worth. Um, the same thing works um, for retirement accounts, investment accounts, you know, those things goes up and down with the stock market. I don't worry about those things too much also because it's a long-term, when I invest, I always invest long term. I'm a long go long kind of girl. So um, if I'm investing in my retirement, of course that's super long term. And then with my investment account, that's long term. So I I look at all of the things that I'm I'm putting my money in, and the goal is to build my net worth. So you want to make sure that you you, know, you you understand that. So and. So the next thing that you know, when you're creating your budget, is you need to um, you need to understand that part of building wealth is also including paying yourself. So putting money in those goal pots are in, is building your net worth. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. You know. Um, another way to build net worth is is to increase your income. So depending on your income opportunities, you know you might want to get a rental property, or you know if you're looking for a side hustle, or you know that type of stuff. Then that's another way to build your net worth, other than the investments you're doing in your home, a rental property in the stock market, in the equity markets, in the bond markets. Um, there are several different things that you can invest in a business. Depending on being a venture capitalist, you know, if you have enough money to do it like that. Make sure you're also diversifying your investments so you don't put all your eggs in one basket. And you know, you're making sure that if the market does go down, you're mitigating your risk while maximizing your return. You know, so make sure that you're you're looking at that, always mitigating your risk, understanding your risk level, so you're not worried about your money all the time. Because remember money makes a great servant but a terrible master so you never ever if you're worried about your money all the time whether you're spending too much or or you're saving all of it and not living your life then it's your master you know you have to try and get away from that it is a fine line it's a good servant because it's supposed to serve you in your life you know one of the other ways to build your network is make sure you're not wasting you know, minimize your your unnecessary expenses. You know, make sure that 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 you know. I I always say I have no problem spending the money for spending money for the enjoyment of my life, cause that's what it's for. That's why I grow it. it but wasting it is just you know, you're not getting the benefit of that. So if you are not benefiting non-materiality wise, if you if it's not doing something for your soul, your heart your wellness your mental your health your your mental physical or emotional wellness then you have to kind of rethink what you're doing with your money and how you're spending your money you know educating yourself about finance money management you know understanding um vetting the people that you're educating yourself about- with because just remember that there's lots and lots of things on social media. When you hear a little blurb or a little 60 seconds or 30 seconds of something, it is just the beginning. It's meant to get you to spark to look at something else. It's not meant to be the law or the end all being. So you always want to start with that spark and continue to research and investigate and know the whole story before you go into something. You know, make sure that you're hiring the right professionals to do that. Don't forget your well, your Part of your net worth is your emergency fund. So make sure that you have that um, together. Make sure you're also maximizing on your employee benefits. That's also another way to build your net worth. Stock options. If you're getting a discount on that, matching funds we've talked about with retirement, you know, you want to make sure that you're maximizing whatever your company is matching that increases your net worth. So, you know, you just want to remember all those things, you know. In the end, I'll be all. Time, freedom, health, happiness, are also part of your net worth. It is also part of smart money habits. So the those are also part. When we talk to Audi, um, our estate attorney, she's gonna explain how these things come into your legacy planning and wealth building. You know, she will. Con- she'll also talk to you about. The overall monetary part of legacy planning. So you want to make sure you understand that. You know, you want to make sure that. You know, we're we're gonna also talk about um, when we have our network and we've we we've, we've built it through the years and we're we're ready to to um, we when we were ready to pass certain things down. We want to be able to pass things down. You know, that's called um, generational wealth. It's called you know legacy building. Um, you you want to not only pass your assets of monetary value down you want to pass your your values down you know your your emotional values or family traditions your time pieces you want to make sure that all of that is included in your network it might not be a monetary network but it's all part of your generational wealth building and when you get to that point you know you're building that as you go along like i have some um recipes that i want to pass down you know and because uh, i'm a baker and i like baking and uh, my children um always talk about my little models that i'm always telling them so those are definitely things because i talk about the models that my dad passed to me and i'm sure my children whether they like it or not is going to talk about some of the things that i talk about with them because it's just ingrained in them a certain way And then also one of the other things that you're passing down is, you know, just your habits and the way you do things. You know, so those are also things that it's important. It's important that when we're building our legacy to not just pass our monetary wealth, for us to pass down our emotional, physical um, creativity, all the other wealth that we have. Because monetary wealth is just a part of our Um, overall wealth and it just helps us to be a part it's part of the servant package so you know the monetary wealth has served us and it will continue to serve our generations to beyond so that's what why it's important to legacy plan also what will also serve us is you know our other things that we want to pass down our traditions our goals and all the other things that we want to pass down that will also help our habits, you know, the way we think. Smart money habits is one of the number one things I believe in passing down. And let me tell you, when my dad passed some stuff down to me, most of what he passed down to me are bad money habits. So I learned from that, and um, I've developed some of the things that he's taught me. I've developed into smart money habits. Okay, dad did it this way, it didn't work, so maybe I need to do it this way or but some of the things that he did worked. Uh, Maybe I will do it this way. So, you know, he taught me about real estate. One of the things that's our tradition. So whether he handled the real estate or how to handle the real estate was a different story, but he taught me about investing in real estate. So that's definitely one of the things. One of the main things he taught me is investing in memories. So if there is nothing that my dad has left with us it's in investing in memories, and we still have so many memories for the 44 years that he lived, to um, to bring forth that we still talk about today. 23 years after he passed away, we're still talking. 24 years actually, he he passed away. We're still talking about um, you know his his legacy building through the memories that we have with him and the traditions that we have with him. So, you know, having a healthy family culture is also really important to, um, and values, to your values and your goals, and it helps you to understand your overall picture. Why are you building monetary wealth? Why are you, you know, cautious and looking at all the things? What are you doing all of this for? You're doing all of this because, you know, you want to pass your legacy. Legacy is a process. It's a journey. It's a way of thinking long-term about your family's wealth you know it really it it means that you know for it does it it doesn't matter if you're wherever you're starting that legacy planning form but you want to maybe understand like um, wealth building you want to make sure that you understand generational wealth that's one of the things that the gen z's and the gen xers and the millennials are understanding a little bit more understanding their succession planning, understanding um, their generational wealth, and understanding that generational wealth journey involves everything, including um, legacy planning and monetary wealth. So this is Sharon, the Modern Savvy CPA, and we are going to continue with our next video with Audi, our estate attorney.